episode of Hand for the Now. I'm your host, Keller Hodges. I hope you're having a great day. Um, you know, the uh, the revolving studio, the, the mobile studio, is in a parking deck today in Tuscaloosa. There's a, this is about as nerdy as it gets. I'm a podcast loser who is going to a French horn convention. Yeah, does it get much nerdier than that? N- no, the answer is no. It does not. So if you hear any cars rumbling past because I am in Tuscaloosa and people love to rev their engines for no good reason, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. Also want to give a quick a little apology um, for this coming out a little bit later. I've been a little bit late on everything. Um, I think I said this before, but I'm full-time student teaching now. And so, you know, I'm at the school from whatever time it is, from like seven o'clock in the morning and I don't get to leave until about three thirty or four, which is not the worst thing in the world, but adding in the commute and adding in everything else, it gets a little bit difficult to record always. So I'm working on it. Uh, I do, before we jump into this, I do want to go ahead and shout out my patrons. Uh, thank you guys so much. I want to shout out Andrea, Dury, Matt, A, Paul, Trent, Ray, Dylan, Matt, E, <laughs> Zach, Harry, Sandy, and Clay. Thank you guys so much. Also, if you guys, you guys might be able to hear this car that's about to go past me. Uh, hold on. I'm going to, I'm I, okay, I'm just going to try to talk over it until he starts going. You probably heard him already. Wait, is that it? That shook my truck. That was ridiculous. <laughs> but listen, Legion are taking on a New York Red Bulls 2 team who, frankly, if you look at their record, are bad. You know, you see a lot of losses there. They got a lot of draws, not a whole lot of wins. They don't do the whole winning thing. Um, and that's not really what we're used to seeing with Red Bulls. The Baby Bulls have always been a pretty good little team um, with only three wins this year and one of those, and maybe multiple coming against another MLS2 team. What does that really mean? So a lot of Legion fans are expecting this to be just an outright walk in the park. And you might be right for thinking that. But I also want to warn you against just thinking that we're going to just demolish this Baby Bulls team. If you do remember, Legion have already played this team once. And it was 1-1 going into the last 10 minutes of the match. And then Marlon Santos saves the day. Um, Marlon plays a, you know, just plays a killer ball, just absolutely <laughs> tears apart the defense, slots it away as calmly as you like. But this is a Baby Bulls team that has given up more goals in the last 10 minutes of the match than anybody else in the USL. And a lot of their losses, I dare you to go look at a lot of their losses. Most of them are one-goal losses, or they are draws. They are, this is not a team, while they have lost some blowouts, because they are a bad team, this is not as bad of a team as you think. They don't do they don't get blown out a lot. And when Legion played them, Legion was not a good team last time. Um, this is back when, you know, think all the way back, all the way back to May twenty seventh. This is I'm gonna be brutally honest. Um, this was back when Juan Agudelo was bad. Yeah, he was bad. I think you guys remember when that was. 
he had only scored the one goal for the team at the time, and that goal was a penalty. And he had a couple of wide open nets to shoot at and just missed. You know, that was a hard one. I think a lot of Legion fans still haven't forgiven him for that one. If you go back to, it was I think it was around uh, the 42nd minute, and he has a wide open goal and just misses it. And it kind of is what it is. But since then, Legion and Juan Agudelo have figured it out. Um, I don't really need to tell you that. <laughs> you saw what we, got, what we did against Memphis. This is a team that can put it together. But this is also a Red Bulls team that can sneak up on anybody. Part of the reason that Legion are firmly in fourth, uh, fourth place now uh, is because they were able to draw against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. And not just any draw. Pittsburgh goes up 2-0, and the Baby Bulls fight back to draw 2-2. This is a team that has a lot of talent. And if you remember, their keeper was really good against us. He made some insane saves. Just absolutely ridiculous saves. And that's kind of what happened in this match, too. Um, the, I mean, the keeper for, for Baby Bulls, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh, he wears number 71. It's a, it's a long last name. I feel like it'd be a very offensive if I even tried. Um, he had those four saves and they were big time saves too. They were impressive ones. They weren't just little dribblers that rolled right into his arms. They were real deal saves. And this is a defense if I dare you to go look at these average position charts, I have never seen such a clean 4-3-3 before. Their back line looks exactly what it looks like if you were to pull up stock, like stock image of a four-man back line. They did that. That's exactly what they did, and they shut down a lot of this Pittsburgh attack. Sure, Pittsburgh put on a lot of shots, you know, 13 shots, 6 on target, whatever. But and they got eleven shots within the box. Um, even so, I mean this Red Bulls team after they conceded those early goals, they were a little bit leaky, but they stopped them. And we've never always really seen a defensive Red Bulls two team before. They've always been an attack and press kind of team where they're going to hold on to the ball forever, and whenever they lose, they use a very high press to recover, just like you see with the Red Bulls senior, and you see with Leipzig, and you see with Salzburg. And do they have another team? I feel like they have another team, but I really don't watch them, so I don't know. Um, I'm not going to claim that I do. (laughs) But, yeah, this is a team that likes to model, and they go through the entire academy, and they do the whole pressing thing. That's just what they do. And they've looked good while doing it, but this is a Baby Bulls team, especially against Pitt, that sat defensively. And that's a little bit scary if you're Legion FC, right? Because this is a team that has struggled to break down a very defensive back line. Part of the reason we're able to pick apart Memphis so well is because their back line, their team mentality is to attack, 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 attack. And... If they have a team that decides to sit behind the ball, we might be in for a long night. That said, this is still a Legion team that if they go out with their same plan that they did against, you know, like ATL2 and Loudoun United 
and Memphis. This is a team that could win this match. I don't know. 6-0. We haven't seen that score line before. <laughs> I mean, Legion have the talent. Um, you know, we do have Prosper Kasim, who is questionable. I have a feeling they're not going to play him for this match. Um, not because he couldn't. I think he probably could play. He was in training today or yesterday. But just because he... I mean, he doesn't really need to. They need to save him for the Miami FC. They need to save him for Indy. They need to save him for Pittsburgh. These are big-time matches that they would rather get him a little bit of uh, rest for. So assuming that Prosper Kasim is out for this match, could we see a little bit more Anderson Asiadu as a winger? Maybe. This also feels like a good time to start Mateo Bunbury. Um, it seems like a great time for that. We also... I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit of Eddie Horvat. I think that Juan Agudelo plays, obviously. But, hey, maybe they bring in Eddie and they play Sadiq, and we just see what happens. I want to see Eddie get some more game time here. I think my heart tells me that they're going to play one, but, you know, I really want to just see Eddie Horvat get some more minutes. Selfishly. <laughs> Man. But yeah, this is a really, really fun matchup for Legion. I think that if Legion can continue the hot form, and it's not like the Detroit City match where you could say, well, they're looking on to Saturday, because that was a Wednesday night match. There's a full week in between these two matches of Baby Bulls versus the Miami FC. They have a full week to recover. And the Miami FC is an interesting matchup, too. I don't want to get too far into that preview for obvious reasons. But, you know, that is a big matchup as well for both teams, especially the Miami. Um, if you're wondering why I'm saying the Miami, that is their actual name. It's not just me taking a, you know taking the nick at them. It's actually their name, the Miami FC. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's a good team, a really good team. And we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, for Legion, I think if we see more of Ando going out wide, Zach Caravo probably gets a uh, start there. Um, or we could see Zach Caravo getting a rest too, have Mikey Lopez go to defensive midfield, and have Jake Roof go out to the left. This is a match where we can really start playing with things and experimenting just a little bit. Not much, but just a hair. And I think that could be really good for the team. I think that getting more minutes for guys like Mateo Burnbury and uh, Matthew Corcoran, uh, Grayson DuPont, uh, Sadiq uh, Balarabi, and obviously Eddie Horvat, this would be a big match for that. Maybe get some more full squad rotation out there. Send out a full B squad and see what happens. Because this is a team that can beat New York Red Bulls too with a B squad. Let's be very honest with ourselves. And we have the kind of players now that we can fully rotate the team and still play the same system. Now, we tried doing that a little bit with the strikerless thing that we did against, um, yeah, that was uh, Detroit City. And it didn't really work. Um, but that's because we didn't have a striker. But we do have two strikers in the form of Sadiqa Balarbi and Eddie Horvat. 
that we can put up top and we could see them press and see how that works out. I don't know. I'm also really just want to see Eddie Horvat get his goal. There's nothing I want more in this world than to see the Croatian bag one. It would make my life so good. I would love that so much. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I this one's not really interesting to break down if we're being brutally honest. Um, uh, Adebayo Smith is still a really good player. Let's just let's make that very clear. Um, Adebayo Smith's number thirty. He is still really good at football. He is he is a guy that's going to put a lot of pressure on this team. He was the one that got the assist on the game uh, drawing goal against Pittsburgh, and he's a good scorer. He is a player that we could see really reap a little bit of havoc on this back line just because of his, of his pace. And he's going to go right down the middle, so he's going to have to go one-on-one with uh, Fanny and Alex, which if by today this goes out, happy birthday, Alex. Um, but this is also a team that just frankly hasn't scored a lot of goals. They've only scored 17 goals this year. So even though this is a team that can be dangerous, that's all they're going to be. They're dangerous, not lethal, if that makes sense. But I don't know. I I really don't know how else how to break this one down, to be honest. Whoa, I'm getting a call. That's wild. Why am I getting a call? You guys get to hear all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Also, this is another side plug. Uh, FC Birmingham is back in action now. Whoa, why is what is going on? I listen. So this is another issue with recording in my truck. It's whenever I have my AC on because I don't want to die of a heat stroke. My phone sometimes connects to the Bluetooth on my truck, and so wacky stuff happens. I'm sorry, but FC Birmingham's back in action. UPSL uh, Fall League is rolling now. So that's cool. Um, very, very happy that that is back and running. Um, I'm excited to see the boys in blue and yellow play again. Um, also, I have some interesting content that I'm planning. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to figure it out. But I'm doing Sunday League Soccer uh, right now. And I want to try to put a GoPro in the net, like very uh, Ben Foster style. But I'm trying to figure out how to edit it. But I'm going to start putting that stuff in there. Start putting some highlights, some lowlights. Uh, there's going to be a lot of lowlights, mainly because I'm playing goalkeeper. <laughs> but I'm going to try to figure that out. If I can't figure that out, I'm sorry. I just kind of uh, said that that was going to happen, and it didn't. So it is what it is. You'll get over it. Um, also, whenever we start having a lot of these matches back-to-back-to-back, I might start doing these post-match reactions and pre-match previews in the same episode. Um I know that not as, many, not as many people listen that way, but it also makes my life a lot easier, especially, like I said, full-time working again. So I just need to figure out how that life is going to work. But we'll see. Um, yeah, that's about it for this week. I'll be honest, not a whole lot to talk about with this baby Bulls team. Um, they're going to come out and, you know, basically a 4-2-3-1 that's how they're going to play but it's really going to be more of a 4-3-3 um with their number uh 53 uh murphy uh kind of dropping back as another midfielder or as another defensive midfielder and that's really about it 
they're not going to work these they're going to work their right wing pretty heavily so whoever's playing our left back whether it's Jake Roof or Mikey Lopez whomever they're going to be busy but it kind of is what it is if they're working that that left back for us that also means that we are going to be able to exploit the left side they're probably going to put a lot of emphasis on our right side which is obviously Johnny Dean and Marlon Santos depending on who's playing but you know I we have the superior athletes we have the superior players right now um, this would be a match that we, Legion wins no matter what to be honest and if they don't then we'll have a crisis episode and those always seem to go well so I prefer not to have a crisis episode but if I do have a crisis episode the the algorithm and the numbers like that so I guess in a weird way it's a win-win but it's mainly just a lose-lose because that just means Legion lost and I'll be sad for an entire week so yeah <laughs> anyway thank you guys so much for listening I really appreciate you guys hearing me waffle on for uh, looks like 17 minutes and about 30 seconds so again thank you all so much I uh, appreciate all the love and support recently. And until next time, guys, keep hammering on.